Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it. It's over. It's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch for him? Where the hey. brothers gonna be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanna see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Happy, happy Friday. It's an interesting Friday today, Truth Nation, because it is Friday the 13th. Shout out to Jason from Friday the 13th. (laughs) So this is like, I guess, the official Halloween kickoff. But anywho, you are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. Good morning, Telly. Good morning, DT. You know, you find a way to make me chuckle this early in the morning. You give it a shout out to Jason Voorhees. <laughs> See? The look, person that just look at some people. kill people. Hey, man, Jason, Jason Voorhees, man, look, I still am to this day very, very scared of horror movies. I just, I can't do, I can't, I can't do Freddy Krueger. I don't even, Mike, M- Michael Myers, well, not not Michael Myers, what was this guy from Halloween? I think it what was, was that, what? yeah, Michael There's an actor from yeah, Trek, yeah. yeah, I can't do them people, I can't, and I was traumatized oh. as a little girl, so, Alex, I, what's up, Alex, we got Alex in the building, good morning. Good morning, guys, it's a great Friday. Telly, it is, indeed. Telly, were you going to say something about the horror movies? You like them? You, did no. you watch them? No, no, I wasn't a fan. But I did hear something, and I just want to know if you can give a guess. How many Elm Street movies were made? Okay, let's see. Um, if I had to guess off of memory, because then they had a special version of Jason versus Freddy. Does that count, or you just want me to give the Nightmare on Elm Street, just like the the just the Elm Streets, just the not the spinoff. Not, I'm gonna say I never heard I'm gonna, of spinoff not, movies, spin- but yeah, not the spinoff. You didn't know that? <laughs> yes, I mean, they, I got a, sp- they got a Freddy versus sitcoms. Yeah, but no, I knew that. No, yeah, I'm saying okay, Freddy all right, movie. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go with six. I'm gonna go with six. You're, you're really close. There were nine. Seven. Nine. <laughs> Look at like, the that's Damn. what I said. I said, how many, like, how many, like, doggone movies can you come up with where the the, the teenagers are scared and uh, the whole movie you're chasing them and then, like, like, nine. And you know what? Them? We we di- we failed. We did the wrong. We should have pursued uh, script writing or story writing because, literally, like you said, Telly, there was nothing different about that movie. It was the same <laughs> thing. It was Freddy Krueger. Following a group of teenagers, and when they go to sleep, it was on. 
Yeah. Now, I, Truth Nation, I know there's plenty of y'all that were like me that after watching Nightmare on Elm Street 1, 2, and I think the, the most, well, look, the one that I was done with was number part three or chapter three or however you want to classify it. Couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep messing around thinking that if I fell asleep. And then it was Jaws, didn't want to take a bath. Nightmare on Elm Street, didn't want to fall asleep. And then there was Candyman. And, that, and he was black, so that made it worse. Didn't, you know, look in the mirror and say Candyman three times. So, yeah, I don't, I don't do I don't do horror movies. It is so crazy <laughs> how the power of music, man, like soundtracks and, and everything, because you didn't even have to know what was going on. But if you heard, dun it, dun it, dun it, man, dun it. you, you like, can oh, miss man, me with Jaws that. Around, man. Yeah, you, you can you can miss me with that. I'm, <laughs> and what was, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street was so popular in the black community as part of our culture. Remember, and I'm, I'm hesitant to bring his name up, but it's facts. Remember uh, Will Smith, a.k.a. The Fresh Prince, made the song Nightmare on My Street? Yes, sure did. And he had Freddy Krueger. He had the, the real Freddy Krueger on the record, which is played by a, a gentleman by the name of Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger. Still alive to this day. Surely, surely getting still big checks, residuals from, or royalties, I'm sorry, from you know being in that movie because... He, to this day, is one of the most popular characters to portray on Halloween or to, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I can't I'm sure do it. every every October he like, yeah, this is my time now. Nah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because, you know, you're not playing those movies during Christmas, during the summer, during the, <laughs> you know what I mean? But October, he's there like, are yeah, some I'm, sick I'm people. in October. <laughs> Literally, there, there yeah. are probably some sick people. Let's just put this out here, Telly. Thank, okay, really, Alex? Really? That's what we doing? <laughs> really? Now, I'm in my home by myself. <laughs> it's dark. But, but, but look, go, DT, DT uh, Freddie or Jason, they never killed anybody in the morning time, so you good. Yes, they did. It was always at night. They killed people? Was it? They killed nobody at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to need a fact check on that one because I, <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> there was no time limitations. I don't know. but It was dark. I, I know don't it's like dark, but <laughs> it wasn't It's dark in the here morning. now. No, that's you what know I'm it's saying. Dark in the I morning. said I know it yeah. was dark, but. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't do scary movies and I don't do Halloween. I don't like it. I don't do it. Yeah. I don't celebrate it. If somebody invites me to a Halloween party, I'm going to be like, it's a no for me, dog. I just, I don't like Halloween. It is, and it's, people kill me. What's your favorite holiday? Halloween? It's not a holiday. Is it a holiday, <laughs> Telly? I'm asking. No. Thank you. No, absolutely not. I was like, it, it is not a when holiday. did Halloween become a holiday? But I will say okay. this though, I I do so costume parties clearly is is out of the possibility for you on on Halloween. So miss but, me with that. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you why I got a you know I ain't gonna say I got a problem with it, but I'm real. I look at you kind of side eyed because if you that excited to dress up like somebody else, 
Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, dude, I can't wait, man. I'm going to be Joe Budden. Like, like why you want to wait to be somebody else? How would you? That's interesting. No, I'm just throwing Here's a my... name out there. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm trying yeah. to figure out how would I look like Joe Budden. Okay. But it's possible. I'm sure there'll be plenty of Joe Budden you know, impersonators on Halloween. Well, you light-skinned, so I... you halfway there. <laughs> I'm light-skinned. <laughs> I'm a red bone. Um, no, I don't. I don't celebrate Halloween. I don't consider it a holiday. And quite frankly, I stay at home because, in the words of the great Houdini, the freaks come out at night. So on Halloween, <laughs> I am. I am in my home for real. I just let all the Halloweenies have their moment because you know people between this weekend, which is October 13th, which you know it's like the kickoff. People are going to start celebrating Halloween today through the actual October 31st. And you know what happens, Telly? And let me tell you, as soon, as soon as Halloween is over, I'm getting ready for my favorite, favorite holiday season, the most wonderful time of the year. And y'all are going to get sick of me because I love to celebrate Christmas. I like to celebrate Kwanzaa. I, I, you know, I recognize Hanukkah. But when I tell you I'm gonna drive y'all nuts between the months of November and the end of December, we're gonna hear Christmas songs. We're gonna play oh, skits man. from Christmas movies. Elf, elf, every day, every day I'm gonna play a clip. From. <laughs> I love Christmas. Thank you for the disclaimer. Uh, yes. <laughs> because we didn't have this show last Christmas. and uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big Christmas person. I'm more of a Thanksgiving person. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Always have Why? been. Why? <laughs> uh, man, Alex. Oh. That's, Alex, that's, can't you that? <laughs> now, now, Denise, Alex is going to feel really bad when I give him my reason behind it. Because... Okay. It's the oh only my God, time. I'm about to cry. You no, know, it's the only time you get together as a family and you eat as a family and you break bread. And I mean, and so because any other time, Christmas, y'all ain't chilling. When you get your gifts, what you doing? You Wait go. a minute. Truth Nation, Truth Nation, you know how Telly prefaced it with, see, Alex, you're going to feel really bad after I say this. And when he said the reason why, you know, it's the, it's the one time where family gets together, I literally, I'm like, uh, Telly, for a lot of us, that's why we hate Thanksgiving because we got to see <laughs> Uncle Ray Ray with his hands all over. And come here, girl, man, you look you look so good. Or or you know you got that one auntie. What's wrong with you? Why are you why are you single? Why are you coming every time you come home? You by yourself? Are you on the other team? I'm gonna pray for you because you know you yeah. So for that exact reason is why a lot of us hate. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Hey, you said, and then, Uncle Ray Ray, like, come here, girl. You looking good. Come like, here. hey, you know Damn. I'm your cousin, right? You can't do that. And I'm, <laughs> look, I am literally a grown woman. We've been doing this since I was dead. Leave me alone. Go on out there and dance with your Uncle Ray Ray. No! He's you disgusting. He's a lips, pervert. You still got them uh, lips, see? huh? Oh, my God. I'm having a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's those, Where it's they those two. Look, wait a minute. Oh, this is the one I love. Like now, Denise, what 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 do you do? Let me think. You you the CEO of Amazon, right? What? <laughs> so now, 
Jeff Bezos? What? <laughs> like, my family could care less about my title and what I do, but they shall be like, now look, now, now, come, come here, Denise. Now, look, let me holler at you. Look, I got this. I got this business opportunity, and I just need <laughs> about five thousand dollars. What? I'm just trying to eat this cornbread. So yeah, Telly, <laughs> trust like, girl, me, Thanksgiving like, is not you, that fun for everybody. You run Amazon, you got it. Like, come on. Yes! Like, no, I have an Amazon account. I don't know. <laughs> Man, you know. Uh, oh, uh, here's another. Here's another one. Yeah, Denise. Oh, this this is always every year. Oh yeah, Denise. You know, you you thank you all that. I see you taking in pictures with what's his name? Uh, uh, Tommy Davidson from In Living Color. Uh, that was Jamie Fox. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna get our people. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Yeah, Denise, you you be you know wearing all that. Just, what what is it? Uh, uh, the Versace. I'm like a Versace. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, Telly, will you put it that you go, way? I'm gonna come then. to your house. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house for Thanksgiving since y'all have such a wonderful experience. Seriously, what's wrong with you, Denise? You'll never bring no man home. You you playing for that other team, huh? It's okay. We gonna love you. Any what? <laughs> Hey, I didn't hey, say anything. Right. you like, Denise, you've been saying this for the last 15 years I've been coming home. Like, come on, now. So, according to Truth Nation and Telly and Alex, according to my family, I am a um, lesbian who runs a multi-trillion dollar company <laughs> who is always Who take to pictures be, with to be Tommy Davis and Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Man, Telly, if you don't go ahead and talk about, I love Thanksgiving because it's the time we're off. Man, miss me with that. Not everybody looks forward to going over Thanksgiving, period. Well, Truth Nation, are y'all I mean, with me? You you put it that way. See, what you describe <laughs> in my family is more like cookouts. Those are the barbecues. The, oh, you know, they try to okay. behave. Okay. And, but we also, uh, my family over the years have done a good job of, of being very conscious who comes over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> if Man. we know so-and-so going to be drunk and all that, like, you know what? We're going to let him sit this one out this year. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even I – t- I totally forgot about that, Truth Nation. We even got to the spades tournament, the spades part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> We got to take a break, but we're going to come back and talk about some great, exciting news that's happening in the professional sports arena and locally yes. here, too. Somebody's number and then we're one. Also gonna, somebody <laughs> is number one from the Milwaukee Bucks. And we are also going to get into the Carly Russell update. She has been found guilty. And her sentencing proposal, it ain't nice. But we're going to get y'all's opinions, so stay tuned. Oh, and don't forget, you know in the second hour we got Truth Telling Hits with Telly. <laughs> we are going to have a great show today. Happy Friday. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. show on planet 
picture of what you just said. That's not funny. I mean, it's funny, but no, it's not. Okay, it's anyhow. funny. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean. It happened. I mean, it ain't nothing I can do about it now. <laughs> do you have a picture or no? <laughs> Tell no me, like, I, why would, why would like, I take a picture with one toy? <laughs> As I said it out loud, I thought about it. Telly's like, yeah, I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> you see me? Right. Like it's an Emmy or something. <laughs> <laughs> One Nintendo cartridge. You have to. <laughs> Look. It's like, man, that's the Nintendo cartridge that comes with the game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave my Christmas my Christmas Please. stories alone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got tears coming down my face, y'all. Truth Truth Nation Telly is a idiot. Okay. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, the best morning show on planet Earth. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio. Before the break, we were queuing up. We got some great news. We got some great news. There's a lot of exciting things on this Feel Good Friday happening, yes, here in Milwaukee. Telly, what is the latest with our beloved Giannis? Our beloved Giannis Antetokounmpo, according to ESPN rankings, Giannis is the number one player in the NBA. He beat out... Nikola Jokic uh, from the Denver Nuggets, the champion Denver Nuggets. And, uh, I mean, that is that is really cool. And for me to see this, it, it totally shows, DT, how hard work and dedication to your craft, you can achieve whatever you want because I say this is full circle for me because I was working for the Bucks when they drafted Giannis and I saw Giannis come to Milwaukee as an 18 year old with very limited uh English and weighed 165 pounds like I mean just skinny as a as a as a freaking pole and to see him morph into a two-time MVP, a defensive player of the year, and the only thing he ever said was, I just want to be the best I can be, and I'm going to put in the work. And to see, I mean, I know this is year 11, but, man, to go from where, I mean, to come from where he came from and to one day say, I mean, because it's like everybody want to be the best player. When you get to the NBA, everybody says, I want to be the very best. I want to be remembered as being the best. But to actually put the work towards being the best and accomplishing that, I mean, come on, man. That is – I I don't know if Giannis is in reflection mode or anything, but when he reflects back, like what he's been able to accomplish in his career – is remarkable, and he's just in the prime of his career. That's the crazy thing about it. And, and you know, t- what I love about Giannis is he he just fully embodies the three of what I believe are the three critical components of being an effective leader, an impactful leader. Because one of the things that we always talk about, and athletes are very public about this too, 
you know, being a high performer on the field, that's like 20% of what, what makes a great team. Because, you, you know, there's people that can perform. They have the, the actual skill set, but it's their image or their environment in terms of who they're surrounded by, people-wise, place-wise, things-wise, once they become a professional athlete, which can make or break your ability to be successful. Giannis is one of many fantastic, talented players in the NBA. But what to me makes Giannis number one is, again, he understands the responsibility of image, brand, you know, being a a pillar of fatherhood as a professional athlete. And again, his, the exposure, how he engages with the community, how he interacts with, you know, people who just walk up to him. Those are all things that separate you from everybody else. Cause you go, you wouldn't be a player if you couldn't perform, but how do you elevate that from that, from that ability? So congratulations to Giannis. And how do you deal with all the other stuff off the court? Like, I mean, because there's so many things that can, you know, distract you. How many times have you seen an athlete get off to a good start in their career and then they get that first big contract and they just wild out and lose focus? And and that's the thing you could say about Giannis from his first contract of four years, 100 million. He just he improved the entire time. He didn't get the money and say, I made it. Then now he's in the midst of a $250 million contract. And he's continuing to get better. It's not, I made it. He has his own shoe now. He's in all type of commercials. And he still puts in the work. Now, can I be shady? Can I be shady? What's that? Go ahead. Can, Can I be shady? Can I be Petty LaBelle real quick? Go ahead. I don't mind seeing black folks get a pay increase. Even if I don't believe that they necessarily (laughs) deserve it or not, I love seeing black folks, whether it's public or private, (laughs) for-profit, non-profit, I love seeing black folks get a pay increase. That's all. Okay, I'm done. It sounds like you had a Wednesday flashback. Well, here's the thing, you know, however you feel about individuals, if as long as they're not out there, you know, now I'm about to really be, be messy, but I'm going to keep it real. Why, why, do we, why are we hating on people getting raises when they are good humans? Whether how you like what they're doing or not from a political standpoint or even from an NBA or professional athlete standpoint, because these same people who don't want certain people to get pay raises – are the same people out here bumping and playing R. Kelly all out. <laughs> I don't see not- this man <laughs> peed on lung black girls and did the most disgusting things. But yeah, let's keep playing his records and keep giving him money. Oh, but let's not. Yeah, for me, I'm done with you once you start breaking the law, con- you know, like consistently in ways that are causing harm to other people. And if that's not the case, and you black, and you getting a pay increase, I'm all for it. How are we going to build or rebuild our wealth, and we don't want others to win? So, yeah. 
like I said, I want every black person to win. I want every black person to get a pay increase as long as it's based on terms that are not harmful to others. Yeah. Because you, we can sit up here and elect presidents who literally have stolen, taken, don't care about, you know, middle class or, or lower income class people, but yet we, we cheer them on. We vote, we don't, we don't have any problem. And here it is, somebody who looked like us could get more money so they can support their family. And you talking well, about they don't, they shouldn't get it. Man, miss me with all of that. I, black people, the more we get more money, I'm just saying, so I'm all for it. See, well, you didn't got me on a tyrant. Look, well, <laughs> well, we could, we could uh, transfer that into our next topic. You're talking about building and maintaining wealth. Shaquille O'Neal, Allen Iverson have hooked up with mm -hmm. Reebok. And I told you, okay, so just a, just a quick, you know, what, that, what the topic is. Shaquille O'Neal has been named president of uh, basketball or something at Reebok. I know you were saying it earlier, DT. The basketball and, division. Yeah, the yes. basketball division. And Allen Iverson is the vice president, right? Yes. Okay. So you want to talk about somebody who actually have looked out for Allen Iverson over his career. It was Reebok. So Reebok, what they mm -hmm. did was when they signed him and gave him his signature shoe, they didn't give him all of his money up front. They said, okay, we are going to forfeit $30 million. And when you turn, I think it was like 45 or something like that, when you're out of the league, you'll get this money. And during his divorce, his wife was trying to get that. And they were like, no, no, no. Yeah, she was. But anyway, uh, so you fast forward. We got to do better. Yeah, you fast forward. When Allen Iverson got out the league, he did hit some hard times. And there were rumors that he had a drinking problem and he didn't have all the money that he had earned during the NBA. But the thing was, he still had this money from Reebok sitting there and making sure that we he would be good. We fall down, but we yeah. get up. <laughs> and now they are awarding him, well, not awarding him, but naming him the vice president of the basketball division of Reebok. And whenever, if, if AI and Shaq join forces and put a shoe out, come on, man. You know it's going to sell. Well, it's, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, Reebok has been very, very public about how this move is in direct alignment with their objective to compete directly with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour, which right now are the top three brands in basketball and in any type of like sports shoe wear. Yeah, arena. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're saying by, by the end of 2025, based on this, this business deal of signing Allen Iverson to the vice president of Reebok Basketball and Shaquille O'Neal, president of Reebok basketball by the end of 2025 they expect to be literally neck to neck with these brands or even more profitable so I'm here for it um, the Reebok CEO's name is Todd Krinsky and he said quote with the combination of his deep rooted history with Reebok talking about Shaquille O'Neal and reigning influence 
he's made on the game of basketball. There is no better than this guy. There is no one better than this guy to take the helm and lead our brand back to reclaiming its rightful place and dominance in basketball, end quote. And that, again, came from the CEO of Reebok, Todd Krinsky, who has tapped Shaquille O'Neal 25 years later. Shaquille O'Neal is now the president of Reebok Basketball, and Allen Iverson, who's also part of this deal, is now the vice president of basketball. Man, Shaq is busy. Shaq, who is Shaq's was, chief of staff? You, I'm going to have to apply. You said 25 years later. Now Shaq owns about 25 businesses, and I might be shorting him a few. And, I think I mean, you are. Because, yeah, but I'm like – how does he do? I really want to know because obviously he's successful at it. What's his team look like? I know he's got his children because Shaq got about what seven, eleven kids. <laughs> no, I think he has like five. I think he has like four or five. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. You know, I love, I love this, y'all. Truth Nation, I love reading stories about this because this is how we, as a community rebuild our wealth we we rebuild our wealth we reclaim you know what what truly is ours and that is we have always invented and created but we never got credit for it and we yes. were never regarded as leaders and so some little young black boy is looking at this and saying even if i even if i want to play professional ball i can branch out and be CEOs like look who would who would have thought Allen yeah. Iverson and Shaquille O'Neal would be at the C-suite level of a major shoe company. Look, and you just said it like if you're a little black boy and you see this, the one thing you should see is and you don't have to be a little you know black boy you could be someone that's just been looking for an opportunity and now you have someone that looks like you that could possibly give you an opportunity what if i was just this this dope shoe designer but i just never got any love from nike under armor or adidas and i have an in with you know reebok now and they'll be like wait a minute let's get his you know let's get his brother a chance you know i like his shoes and you know so it it creates more than just for what they can do. It creates opportunities, jobs for others. Yes. You know I mean, because they ain't going to go in there and design shoes and sell them, and they don't know how to do all that stuff. <laughs> so, But they can appoint people to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. And representation is what we need. When we come back from break, we want to hear your thoughts, Truth Nation. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. How do you feel on this Feel Good Friday about – the recent appointment of Giannis being the number one ranked player in the NBA, as well as Shaquille O'Neal and Allen Iverson being promoted, or I shouldn't say promoted, being tapped as the vice, excuse me, president and vice president of basketball operations. I'm all here for it, y'all. We want to hear from you on the other side, as Brother Telly says. We will be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Back 
Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Tune in to The Truth this Saturday at 11 a.m. for another episode of More Than a Movement, powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Carrie Noni will be joined by Sierra Kaler-Jones, Executive Director of Rethinking Schools, and Sarah Noble of the Be Noble Group. They will have an in-depth conversation on education, critical race theory, and reproductive justice. Again, that is More Than a Movement, powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin this Saturday at 11 a.m. on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. And also this Saturday, you want to tune in to The Truth for another episode of More Than a Movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Again, our very own Carrie Noni will be joined by Sierra Kaler Jones, Executive Director of DT, I just read that. Did you just read that one? Yeah, my bad. My Look, bad. I'm yeah. just looking what I. No, you did. Did you read that one for real? I did. I, I did. I, was... I did. That's okay, why I I'm sorry. It's Here we go. Oh, good. The truth <laughs> is the home of Marquette University <laughs> High School Hilltop. Look, I'm I'm not perfect. Hey, I'm human. Man, Hilltoppers football. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, I'm I'm damn near, but no, I'm just playing. She got a big <laughs> ego. Let's start over. The truth is the home of Marquette University High School Hilltoppers football. The Hilltoppers look to close out the regular season with a victory over their conference foe, the Nathan Hale Huskies. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. tonight. High school sports. On the award-winning 101, Seven the Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've got more exciting things for you. And as you know, today is Friday. And so it's Friday the 13th, too. What does that mean? It is truth telling hits. You know what? Telly, one more. I swear I will take these headphones off and you will do the show by yourself. I'm not kidding. I do not play. No, Alex, you, don't like, play that music, man. Please. Oh, unless think, me and you going to be doing I'm the shared, show. I promise you. Listen, I, I think I've shared this story before. Did I tell y'all about the time where I went out on a date with this guy? And we were doing the dinner and a movie date. This was years ago. This is probably like 20 years Before ago. Before Netflix and chill, right? Yeah, yes. This was, okay. I could, it, it was 20 years ago. <laughs> and it's funny because he and I are still friends to this day. But, you know, sometimes it's better to be friends than, than try to be romantic lovers. But anywho... Now, as we were getting to know each other before we decided to meet and go on a date, it, I brought to his attention that you know, my favorite color is green. Um, I like long walks in the park. Now I'm being corny. But I did communicate to him <laughs> that under zero circumstances will I go see a horror movie. Now, this is when the movie Saw, or no, what was it called? The, eye, the Eyes, Alex, help me out. The Hills Have Eyes or something? The Hills Have Eyes, right? Is that the name of it? I think it's The Hills Have Eyes. And it had just premiered. And I had heard of it, but I was like, it's a scary movie. Why did this fool take me to the movies 
And this is one of those big AMC, you know, 18 theater places where, you know, they got plenty of options. So we get in line, you know, he's buying me popcorn, candy, you know, what would you like? He's being a perfect gentleman. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. Our dinner was nice. And then as we're walking towards the theater section, I'm like, oh, shoot, the hills have eyes. Why are we walking towards the door? Why are we, why are we walking towards the door? Why are we walking? We're getting closer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, what are we doing? And he was like, we're going to go see the hills have eyes. He was like, I'm going to help you break your fear of watching horror movies. I, I'm like, what? Because, <laughs> yeah, because I like, I like horror movies. So if we're going to be a couple... That's very presumptuous of you. But anyhow, he was like, if we're going to be a couple, then we got to break this fear that you have of watching horror movies. When I tell you, and see, there was no Uber. There was no Uber back then or, or Lyft. <laughs> when I tell you, I went back to the main lobby of that movie theater and said, yes, I need a, a listing, phone listing of your cabs. And I took a cab and I went home. You were Now, we're friends that. to this day. But I was like, and, you know, there was, again, see, this is, this is probably why he and I are still friends. Because there was no social media, because there were no mobile phones, you know, I was upset. And I needed that time to, to just get home, calm down. And he was able to then reflect on what he did. Because if there would have been cell phones, it would have been immediate. I'm not going to reflect. I'm just going to blow her phone up. Or I'm going to delete and block him. So yeah. this is why I think we're still friends to this day because, and if he's listening, I know he's cracking up because we talk yeah. about this all the time when, when we commerce. But yeah, no, he's going. I don't be do like, Halloween. Oh. I don't do scary movies. Stop. Yeah, or or back <laughs> if it was if it was now, you know, you would have a uh, a post, be like, you know, you gotta post it, you gotta post. Man, this like, dude took me to ladies. The, yeah. <laughs> ladies, don't you hate it when you say no and a man says yes? Oh my God, she's look. I didn't rape her. She's accusing me of like we do stuff like that. So, <laughs> shout out, shout out to all the ladies that were able to date where there was no social media because it, it's mm -mm. man, my heart goes out. It was a whole nother. My world. heart goes out for y'all that have to deal with that. Yes. Speaking of this generation, which I love, I love the younger generation, and there's always that one. If you recall, a few months ago. Carly Russell, um, who basically fabricated a story that uh, she was kidnapped after seeing a young toddler walking on the interstates in the Birmingham. It's it's I forget the name of the town. What's the town Hoover. near Birmingham that this Hoover. took place? Hoover. Thank you. In Hoover, Alabama. So in the Hoover Municipal Court. Uh, on Wednesday, Carly Russell, who again admitted to faking her own kidnapping, has been and had the whole like Hoover Police Department and others searching for her, has been found guilty of two misdemeanor charges related to this case. This again is according to uh, the CNN affiliates WBMA and WVTM out of Alabama. And Russell had pleaded not guilty to one count of false reporting to law enforcement authorities and one count of falsely reporting an incident. So let me get this straight, Carly, <laughs> which again, we all knew you were going to be found guilty. 
The fact that she pleaded not guilty, that says a whole lot about this lady and her team. So we come back. I I, want to learn more about why she pled guilty or why her team, her her attorney, Emery Anthony. And when we come back, we're also going to share with you what the judge of this case has proposed for her sentencing. This and more other hot topics when we come back, including Truth Telling Hits with Telly. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning, good morning, happy Friday. It is Friday, October 13th. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. I gotta do it, hold on. Go on, Telly, break it out. Hey. hey. You know, hey. You, know you, can, you can see us do this on YouTube and Twitter. So, yes. uh, you can stream us live. Denise is, uh, meet me in the club. It's going down. What's it called? The Young Jock? <laughs> I don't even know what the name of that dance was where you just, you know. Uh, yeah. You, you got to do it when you hear this song. I don't know. Well, b- before I have to say this. Um, before we jump back into the update, if you're just tuning in, thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday. Before the break, we were queuing up. I like to say that for some reason. No pun intended, Telly. <laughs> Shouts to the brothers. Shouts to the cues. You know, I, we were queuing up the latest update regarding Carly Russell, the woman, young lady who faked her kidnapping a few months ago. And before that, we were talking about the recent announcement that Reebok made regarding appointing, for lack of better words, Shaquille O'Neal as president of basketball operations and Allen Iverson as vice president of basketball operations. Both have had previous very, very special partnerships with Reebok over the past 25, 30 years. And, you know, as we get into this Carly Russell story, Because we obviously, and we're in the month of October, which is Mental Health Awareness Month as well. These are the kind of stories that remind me that we are still going to win. Now, on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, I got to read this to you, Telly. This was very interesting. Craig says, the legends can hold down a corporation, or can't. No, can't. I'm sorry. The legends can hold down a corporation. Not saying that up-and-coming talent or superstars can't, but the legends are savvy enough to be able to pull it off and still be relevant in today's market. I agree. I think that's amazing how, because we were talking about that, longevity and relevance. And a lot of, you know, like if you look at Shannon Sharp, he's got one of the top podcasts on planet Earth right now. Shaquille O'Neal, Allen Iverson, a lot of these legendary players are still relevant because they transition from being just the, when I say just, I mean in terms of their role. 
just solely playing the sport to now expanding that to so many different business ventures and at the same time being relevant. We got to shout that out, Telly. That's that's huge. No, that is. And I I think that's the thing where if – a lot of athletes, they'll have their time, they'll have their playing career, and then boom, it's gone. It's time for the next generation. But guys like Michael Jordan, and, and I mean, you can even go into the entertainment business. Like, I mean, guys like Snoop Dogg. Snoop has been around for 30 Man. years, it seems like. And Snoop everybody is loves eating. Snoop. Yes. He is eating so, good. Yeah, so if you are able to – Take your experiences, learn from your mistakes that you've made, and then that's why that's how you become more business savvy. And that's how you do and get people to trust you to be like, all right, this dude must know what he's talking about. Like if if Shaq ever said, Telly, you want to go in business with me? Absolutely. Because clearly Man. you know what you're doing. You, Man. You, you know it, it if you don't know what you're doing, you at least know the right people. <laughs> Man, look. Hey, D- Denise, it's Shaq. You want to go in business with me? Where do I sign? Uh, yeah, I'm exactly. not even going to call my lawyers <laughs> and ask them to review the contract. Sign it! <laughs> Seriously. What are we selling? <laughs> man, it's either going to be pizza, donuts, shoes. I don't care, Shaq. I don't Where care do what I it sign? Is. <laughs> Let's exactly. get this money. And, you know, For before, because sure. uh, seriously, I promise y'all, we're going to take another break and come back and, and get into Carly Russell. But this is Feel Good Friday, as Telly had mentioned. And we want to remind us consistently that it is never going to be claiming. Or, or building. It's going to be rebuilding and reclaiming. And these are the types of efforts that matter. Representation, exposure, yes. decision-making. I guarantee you Reebok is not going to make uh, a mistake of having you know, a, ch- a black child portrayed as a monkey or say some type of racial incident because now they have representation. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telling. When we come back, We're going to get into the latest update regarding Carly Russell. Stay tuned.